more and more, I keep hiring more and more people around me so I can operate in my sweet spot. And so people are like, hey, do you do this? And I'm like, no, I don't do that. Like, hey, do you write all your emails? No, I I hired a copywriter that's actually a better writer and I think a better version of John Rulin than I am. (laughs) Hey, do you do this? I'm like, no, like I've hired that expert to help me with writing the book. Welcome to The Ziggler Show. I'm Kevin Miller. We all want purpose. We want to be of value to others, and we want to experience abundance in our lives. Zig Ziglar was the master of personal development, and he said, you've got to be before you can do and do before you can have. What does that mean? You must start by being the right person. That's our goal here, to inspire your true performance so you can be the best you possible and go conquer the world. In this show, we are back with a king of relationship building and PR, John Rulin. John was our guest in show 623, where we talked about the power of giving gifts as a form of love and relationship building. I've been busy implementing it in my business and personal life since then. Uh, John's just really dynamic, uh, and he's a devoted family guy. He was just so interesting to hear his personal habits for success as we follow the seven spokes in the Ziggler Wheel of Life. You're going to enjoy this quick run through here. Uh, As you gear up to give gifts for the holidays that are not a waste, John has a great free gift for us. It's called the 10 worst gifts to avoid giving key clients. And you can get it at thegiversedge.com. Thegiversedge.com. And you can connect with John and all he has to offer at John Rulin. That's R-U-H-L-I-N.com. So hey, I'll dive in with John as soon as I share some great resources. All right, friends, here then I bring you John Rulin and his healthy habits. Okay, John. Well, after our first show together in uh, show 623, talking about the habits of killer gift giving, uh, I want to, I want to dig back into you personally and see what are the things that have helped you have so much achievement and success in your life. So we're going to follow the Ziggler spokes here. So number one, what are the things that you do to keep yourself well, uh, in the physical and nutrition area of life? Yeah, well, I um, I was uh, 50 pounds heavier two years ago. I um, wow. I knew what to do, but with travel, entertaining, you know, enjoying wine and bread and app- an extra appetizer, all that kind of stuff. Like I just slowly just kept packing on. I'm I'm a big guy. I'm six three, so I could carry it well. But like the pants kept you know not fitting well, and so I um I prepaid a, a personal trainer uh, six months in advance. Wow. And um, and started lifting, and then I started to. Um, to go basically a version of, you know, keto and, um, and paleo. And so I started to cut out the carbs and I started to do intermittent fasting. And so it's allowed me to, when I'm on the road, if I enjoy an evening, it's fine because the next morning I'm fasting, you know, I'm lifting four to five days a week. And so because of that, I've been able to combat kind of that yo-yo effect. I've kept it off for the last year and a half. And, um, I could still drop a few more pounds. Like I'm not like, you know, I'm not John Cena yet. Um, but, uh, but I'm, I'm working on it and I've been able to, to keep it. I used to be this yo-yo, but, yeah. uh, but those are the two things that helped me a ton. Beautiful. Well, family and you are married and it was three girls, right? Yeah. Three yeah. daughters. Yeah. All right. So what are the things you guys employ to uh, keep your family relationships healthy and well? Yeah. Well, I've started to do a couple of things. One is, and I would say that, um, some of this has happened in the last year or two, the first probably five years of marriage, I wasn't. Um, I, w- I don't think I was a bad husband or a bad dad. I was just wasn't engaged. I wasn't present. I just didn't prioritize it. I think um, business was my mistress. I would put the business mm-hmm. first. 
And it's only been recently that I've been able to, I started to travel with my wife. Uh, we just got back from Kauai uh, speaking a you know, million dollar round table, but I went in four days early and shut it down. Like I literally put the phone away and, uh, and we, and it was, what's interesting is that trip was better than our honeymoon. Wow. Like literally I just got back from two weeks ago and I can literally, and I think she would say the same thing. Like I felt like a kid again, like, but it was because I put the phone away and because I set aside and I, and I went in early and I, I made her the priority. Um, two other things I, that I've done, um, I've learned from Jim Shields, who talks about family board meetings, is uh, I started to travel with my gr- girls, even at age five, six, seven, one-on-one, um, so they can see what dad does. And then we get one-on-one focus time and we do whatever they want, you know, whether it's, you know, go to Starbucks and get a cake pop, I, you know, like we just... I just make it all about them outside of the speaking engagement. And, and uh, even at home, we'll do daddy daughter days where I'll split and take one of them for half a day. And that focus one-on-one time to me, um, that's where relationships thrive. And then the last thing I'll say is that I used to come home at six that bled into six 30 and seven. And I've been consistent. I cut, I shut things down. I go home at four 30 and I don't know. You probably know this, like with dinner, bath time, bedtime, all of a sudden the, the evening's gone. You have no, margin and showing up that extra hour and a half early, um, is allowed me to be able to, I think, be a better dad and a better husband. Uh, Amen. I I have literally in the past six months, I'm home earlier than ever before, just for that, just to add more time on that. You know what? I'm going to do something with you, John. I just thought about it. You know, so often I ask about this family spoke and it is family, but it's also just relationships in general. Sometimes I miss the things that folks like you are doing, my incredible interviewees, what they do for their relationships beyond just family, like close friends, uh, relatives, whatever. Uh, Cause I know we end up talking a lot. You know, I do life together with a handful of guys. We meet every single week we have for years. It's a lifeline for for me. So I don't want to leave that out. If there's some things that you do relationally for relational health outside of just your family. Yeah. I would say that I struggle with local, uh, family guys. You know, I have some friends that I'm close that if I, if I called, like we, we spend enough time and I'm honest enough with my struggles that they would be there for me, but that the local community I've struggled with, I, my best man at my wedding, I would say I do the best job of anybody. He's in Philadelphia yeah. and two to three times a year. We, uh, we're connected to business wise, but we go, and we just spend a day at the spa together, do awesome. cigars, have a steak. And um, it just is rejuvenating to my spirit. I mean, we, we, we talk and we pray together and do different things by phone. But um, I look forward to those days, like, you know, like most people look forward to the Super Bowl or something yeah. like that. Like, it's just awesome. Do you, you happen to see the movie? It's a recent movie called Tag. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I, no, not I fo- was jealous. I know. I know family or folks listen. It's not a family friendly movie necessarily, but the, the aspect of it, of these guys staying connected for the long term, it's based on a true story. It uh, was really impacting me. I came back and talked to guys about it. So whether you play tag or, or not, but just that having a reason to come back together, even if it's once a year, is so powerful. Uh, so yeah, it reminded yeah. me of that. Yeah, I was jealous. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, man, what a, you can't go back and do that, but you can recreate something different. Something. Um, yeah. 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 That, that night I at least played tag with my kids. So, you know, uh, take it where you can. <laughs> uh, so the third spoke here is mental, what you do and a guy like you, who's connected with so many people and so many opportunities, so many things in family. What are the things that you, uh, habits that you employ just to keep yourself well mentally and on, on edge there? Yeah. So I would say that a couple things. One is I bought a couple years ago, I bought a sauna, uh, just a little three person sauna, got off of Craigslist. And that's my happy place to just decompress. Mm. I go in there, I got a stack of books, I'll read, I'll pray, 
Um, wow. you know, I'll, uh, I'll do a little devotional. Um, but that I try to get up as early as possible. It, it depends on if the kids are sleeping well or not. It's somewhere between, you know, five 30 and seven, depending upon the day and what's going on. But, um, but that's kind of the way I, I try to start my day before I leave the house yeah. and, uh, I'll go in there and do some breathing exercises, but that's my, that's my quiet time. I like that, that you, that your mornings are anywhere five thirty to seven. So many folks are so, I feel a little bit guilty. They're so real. I get up at five fifteen every single morning. Cause yeah, I look and see what's happening, what happened that night, what's happened in the morning. How much can I gauge? Can I get a little extra time? So, uh, I'm, I'm a little sporadic with that too. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I get. I mean, I, I want my sleep and I want my time with my family, and I, <laughs> I, um, I'd like to say I'm, a, you know, I'm a militant, but um, I'm, I am with certain things, but not with that. Yeah, amen. Well, hey, fourth one here is financial. What you do to keep yourself, and what you have done in the past as well, to get yourself to a place of financial success. Yeah, I would say that that's an area. Um, I'm great at making money. I'm not as great at, uh, saving or keeping money. I've always kind of just managed finances. Like, do I have enough in the bank to take care of my, uh, deal? That's how I started off. And that got me into financial trouble. Actually, um, during the 2007, 2008 meltdown, the business core business was great, but I had invested in real estate and other businesses and venture capital. And then I ended up my right-hand person who was my CPA, uh, I found out she was stealing from me. And so if it hadn't been for my business partner who had bought half the company, like stabilizing the ship and allowing me to go off and do what I did, I would have lost the company. Wow. And so I've since, you know, my, I would say my wife, um, it balances me out financially and and I'm not a big spender. I'm not a, I'm not money motivated. I'm not motivated by things, but I am not, I'm not detail oriented when it comes to finances. So I've, I've, I've chosen with my business partner and also with my wife and other advisors, I've surrounded myself with people that can give me good advice um, but it's still a struggle to this day because I'm somebody that wants to give it away and and uh, I'm super optimistic. So I see the opportunity in everything. Yeah. And so I like putting blinders on like we, you know, I've, I've gotten better at that, but it's definitely an area that uh, if I didn't have the right people around me, I would, I would really struggle. Amen. My, my week highlight is hiring a CFO for our new business and he's hooking us up with a new CPA firm and I'm just take it and run brother. Thank you so much. Uh, absolutely. And thanks to these sponsors for bringing us today's show. Well, hey, the fifth spoke here is spiritual. What's happening with you on the spiritual spoke of life? Yeah, I would say that uh, I mentioned my my best man at my wedding. He's kind of one of my spiritual anchors. You know, if if my marriage goes through a rocky time, right, I'm struggling with things or doubting things or just, just, you know, just depressed about something. He's the guy that I go to that is... uh, I call my mother Teresa. Like he is just the guy that I can go to and wow. he, you know, he's honest, he's real, but he prays, prays with me. I also, um, I invited a guy to be my neighbor. And one of the reasons I invite him is, is, uh, just who he is at a, at a core level. He's just a, a man of God. And he's somebody that, uh, you know, he honors his wife and, and somebody who's praying for me and I know has my back. And so I would say, mm-hmm. you know, we go to church every Sunday and, and, uh, involved with some, you know, some Bible studies, but, I, for me, it's been the the handful of men that I, that I go to, that I surround myself with. Even my business partner is one of the most just God fearing men, just humble. Um, and so that to me has been kind of my rock and my anchor from a spiritual perspective. Wow, that's that's a gift. 
six is yeah. career. Uh, so with, I imagine with the amount of people, high powered people, influential people that you are around constantly, that you have a lot of opportunities thrown at you. So what are the things you harness to kind of keep your career on the, the straight and narrow where you need to be, to be healthy and well? Yeah. Well, I would say that, um, more and more, I keep hiring more and more people around me so I can operate in my sweet spot. And so people are like, Hey, do you do this? And I'm like, no, I don't do that. Like, Hey, do you write all your emails? No, I I hired a copywriter. That's actually a better writer. And I think a better version of John Rulin than I am. (laughs) Hey, do you do this? I'm like, no, like I, 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 I've hired that expert to help me with writing the book. Hey, have you done that? Nope. And so I think that, um, yeah, I have a lot of great relationships and I have a lot of great opportunities, but I've, I've been fortunate to, to be surrounded by other experts and to be able to afford to go out and, and uh, invest in those people. Um, not that I don't sometimes, you know, take on too much or wear too many hats. Sure. Um, but, uh, but in general, um, yeah, I've been fortunate to, to have good people. Last one is personal. These are the things that you do just for you. Fun, hobbies, play, uh, whatever gives you joy. Yeah. I, I would say that um, in this season of my life, since I've been married with kids, I, um, I go out you know, a couple times a year and we'll have cigars or go golf. Um, but I, um, I've told my wife, like, I need to plan and schedule more time for play. Now, it, she'll be the first to say I'm like the Disney dad. I can have fun doing anything. And so whether it's with my kids or in Kauai or wherever, like, I'm the, you know, we, I jumped off a cliff, 60-foot cliff. And I'm just like, wow. I like to push the envelope. Um, so I really do feel like I enjoy you know, whoever I'm with, whatever going on, like, I'm going to try to make it fun, but I haven't taken and made it a priority to schedule those things. And so I would say it's a weakness for me to, uh, to say like, Hey, what are you, what are you doing for fun outside of just having fun doing what you're doing? And the answer is not, not a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hey, I, I understand that that has been me historically. And I had a handful of guys in recent years and I, I saw them doing these things, these planned, you know, play the things that they did just for them really inspired me. So I am growing in that, but I had to come put that back. Cause yeah, family's going on. I like my work and same thing, but it's really been, it's really been fun. And it's been interesting to hear on the show because there's a lot of folks just like what you just talked about. Gosh, they enjoy their life. They enjoy their family. They enjoy their work and they're not, but then some others, who are really passionate about XYZ. So it's, we kind of get the gamut here. Uh, it's, a, it's a good measuring stick, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get better at it. All right. All right, man. John, thank you. Thanks for taking us on a little behind the scenes walk on what you're doing. And uh, thanks again just for the message that you're making the effort to bring out to all of us. My pleasure. Well, there you go, folks. Inspiring habits from John Rulin. Hey, again, as you gear up for the holidays and you want to give gifts that actually mean something, John has a free gift for us. The 10 worst gifts to avoid giving key clients. You can get it at thegiversedge.com. Thegiversedge.com. And of course, connect with John and all he has to offer at John Rulin. That's R-U-H-L-I-N.com. And if you got value from the show, will you please let John know? do him a solid by giving a review in iTunes for the Ziggler show. Mention this show and what you got out of it. Well, coming up next in show 626, we hear a message from Zig Ziggler on a tough circumstance that created negative results, a real story in his life and how it was turned around only by changing attitude and perspective. And when attitude and perspective change, you'll hear him talk about how actions and behavior change, and then so do our outcomes. It is a powerful message. 
from it. I asked this question on Facebook. What is something in your life right now you have been blaming? And if you let go and took responsibility for your own feelings and actions would be freeing. Uh, Or if you have a past experience with this, please share as well. Well, of course, people shared. It was just tremendous. I had Michelle Prince join me to talk through the responses, and I believe you will get much from this show. Well, hey, till then, thank you as always for letting me walk with you as we inspire our true performance together.